man. Y'all don't know oh. what oh, I went man. through. Do you have a car in your hands right now? <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I would clean it for free. Man, mine was better than a lot of people in the league. I got I saw the, my favorite jerseys, that one, the Barkley. Kobe Fours. Episode 29, this is the Danden and RJ Machismo podcast. Uh, this is Danden. Uh, tonight, uh, RJ Machismo, my co-host, will not be here today, but he does want to say what's up to the homie. Uh, so tonight, we got our homie, uh, Ricky Santos. Uh, he is the he is a small business owner for Inside Move uh, Sports or Basketball. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on tonight. Yeah, bro. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, I've been watching your guys' shows for the past few months or so, and I really appreciate what you guys are doing for the culture, um, especially just having these like genuine conversations about sneakers, which we all share the hobby for. And, you know, it's just a pleasure to be on. Thank you. Oh, at any time, man. Yeah, I'm glad to glad to have you on. So, you know, it's, it's just funny, right? Like, um, like, you know, just backstory how I, I met, I met uh, Ricky, um, you know, through Facebook, there's a, you know, there's a group called LA Kicks where they buy, sell and trade. And, you know, I was just looking around, looking for stuff. And then I see Ricky, you know, seeing something that caught my eye and, you know, he just like, you know, we just talked and then he saw my, you know, my Facebook and saw like you know we had like mutual friends and he you know played basketball with my cousin and then you know just snowball effect everything just kind of just just kicked you know we just kicked it like you know just genuinely so yeah it's really it's crazy right small world like we just knew mutual friends and we just like just kicked it like you know off, off to the right start yeah bro for sure like i definitely recognize your last name Kamlas. shout out to jeremy um but yeah, like, it's pretty cool that you can meet people on Facebook and still have those genuine conversations about stuff you like and the hobby that you share. Because uh, there's a lot of just like resale business out there, but it's definitely dope to connect with others. And, you know, I'm glad that I met you. Absolutely, man. Yeah, same here. So we're going to start off with you, uh, Ricky. So tell us more about yourself. Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. My name is Ricky Santos. I'm 26 years old from the city of Covina, California. Um, I go by Rick Havoc on IG. I run um, our family-owned business, uh, Jersey Sneakers and Vintage Pages uh, by the name of Inside Moves Sports, Inside Moves.Kicks, and Inside Moves.VTG for Vintage. Um, I'm also like a big fan of basketball. Um, we'll go into the stories later on in this interview, most likely. Um, but yeah, my hobbies with basketball, my dad coaching me in basketball, being surrounded by the sport, whether it's through Filipino leagues back then, tagging along with him, coaching travel ball, who he's coached like Asi Talava, Jimmy Alipak, uh, Mark Agiwa, names like that. And then being coached by him throughout my whole life, 
being able to go to NBA summer leagues back in the day, going to like Frankenstein's card collectible shows. So definitely really blessed to have been around the hobby and being shown by it through my dad. So that's dope. So your, your dad used to coach like PBA players. Yeah. There used to be like a travel team uh, back here in SoCal like Packroom Sports, they're like one of the bigger Filipino leagues and they had a travel team. And uh, some of those guys, while they're still here before they went to the PBA, uh, my dad used to coach them. I was like five years old, tagging along at their tournaments, so. Okay, that's cool. So like, let me ask you a question. Like who, um, who does your dad like root for, for the PBA? Does he have like a specific team? Do you, no, do you, do I don't. remember the, the name of the team or the, the- I don't think he has a specific team, but I do know a few of them, like the Talking Text phone pals, uh, Jimmy and Aussie, of course. And then you got the Sammy Gale Beerman um, and Hinebra, Mark Aguilo. Yeah. I think Alex Cabagno, he, I think he's on Sammy Gale or Hinebra, or maybe he got traded. But uh, those are some of the names that um, I've grown up with. I actually don't know Mark, but um i did i was around like alex and jimmy and them do you do you know this team called uh pure food uh pure foods uh tender juicy uh yeah that name does sound familiar like I the just... hot dog hot dog team there's they put, <laughs> they with the blue jerseys blue and white yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so that was my like growing up I, I used to live in the philippines me and rj so like that was our team back in the day when like you know when you had nba like watching it early in the morning and then yeah, PBA at night. So, you know, you have like different like teams to root on. So for me, like I like Pure Foods because uh, Alvin Patrimonio, he was like the big man. Like I think he was like the, how do I say? He was kind of like the Kevin Garnett of the 80s. Like he was just like the best. Like, he had like crucial post moves, you know, won championships. So, and he was dope. Like he even, it was funny. He even won a, a raffle. Uh, I remember reading it up in um, in the Philippines. This uh, shoe place called Titan Titan Shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. That I was when there. that was when the um, the Titanium Twenty Threes came out, the Carolina Blues. So he actually won off a raffle, and like his name was on like the um, he was on TFC, and like he just couldn't believe it. He was just like calling the shoe, and then people were just going crazy. So that's that's dope. That's crazy. That's yeah. pretty cool that a PBA player got. It through a raffle and not like a back door. So. No, it was it was all legit. Like he um put his name in the raffle. I was watching it too. I was just like shocked because me and Arjun were trying to get the twenty threes back then, but it was just hard to find with those titanium. So, all right, man. So we're just gonna dive into this. So, um, Ricky. So how did you uh how did you get into collecting sneakers and which ones are your favorite pairs? Yeah, that's a that's a loaded question. Um. How did I get into collecting? As I mentioned before, my dad was like a big impact on all the stuff I liked. So he was actually like an OG collector back in the day, back before reselling. Like I grew up maybe at like six years old, like recognizing his shoes. He had like the Barclays, the, the Chris Webbers, the Air Max basketball shoes, the Tempos. And then he had like the Retros. Later on, that collection grew into like Kobe's, Nike basketball shoes, um, all sorts of stuff, even like basketball action figures and 
like slam magazines, like all of that nineties, early two thousands nostalgia. Um, so like one story I always like to mention is when I was like six years old, I used to go into like his shoe boxes, open the shoes up and then look at the Jordan retro cards and like just memorize them from like one through 15. So uh, yeah, that's how I, that's how I definitely got um, into sneakers through my dad. Uh, and also just being around the game of basketball, you know, watching these players that you look up to, seeing the swag they got on, wanting to be like them and have the shoes that they have. Um, yeah, so to talk about like my favorite pairs. Um, so I have like, so my top five favorite shoes would probably be the ones that like give me the most sentimental value. Like I have like off-white four sales at home or like some of the more hype stuff, but like those shoes don't really like connect with me. Uh, I would say like my top five would be, I actually have them right next to me, like the Cool Gray Fours. Uh, I pull them out. Cool Gray Fours, um, Cool Gray Elevens um, that I actually sold, uh, White Cement Fours. So the White Cement Fours, like funny story, like me and my dad used to go to like Ontario Mills when we were young me and my dad and my little brother. And before we go to the, the mall, my dad would be like, all right, guys, like, which shoes are you guys going to wear? And me and my brother would always like pick the dopest one. So at the time I would be rocking like the 1999 retro white cement. And then as a kid, and then like, we always noticed that the employees would like break their necks. Uh, and like, as young as I was, like that was like a flex that I didn't even know what the word flex meant, but um, yeah, definitely like that shoe is like probably one of my favorites. Um, yeah, here's the 2016 one. Wow. Um, there's like, uh, like I said, I like gray, the shadows, uh, like the shadow one, especially from 2009. I felt like that leather quality was just like impeccable. Like everybody talks about the 2011 band ones that came out at the outlets, but the 2009 shadows were probably like one of the better leather at the time like everybody hates on like the Jumpman logo um but this leather if you can see it like it's just like really buttery that is dope I mean you know I miss my pair it's funny me and RJ used to have the the, the 29 uh the 2009 uh shadow ones because um you know back then it was uh it was like before the hype uh as you can tell the shoes were easy to get they were just, you know, on shelf. You just, um, you know, you just cop them. And of course, like size will be limited, but there, the availability is there for you to cop it. You just have to get it within that week. So, um, yeah, the, the 2009 pair, definitely, in my opinion, it, it's like the best quality Jordan because that, um, that tumbled leather, the tumbled leather on the tongue too, that suede tongue. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go, that one. It is just crazy. Yeah, you, bro. you can actually you can brush you can brush your finger through the suede, and then you see how nice that suede feels, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard to maintain, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, shoes are you know shoes come and go, but of course, like you try to preserve as much as you want, you know, as much as you can. So, so let me ask you this, uh, Ricky, about your dad, like. 
when your dad was buying shoes, was he buying them to um, to play basketball in or just to like, you know, just to collect? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, he played in some of them um, and then he started collecting them. After like he started noticing that the shoes would retro. So he used to tell me that like, yeah, like I used to have like the OG Jordan 4s um, but after I used to play in them, I would send him off to the Philippines and like, yeah, you know, like he's doing a good deed for like his family, but he'd be like upset when they would retro and he's like, damn, like I already had these shoes. Uh, like, why did I like give them away? Um, so yeah, just like a little bit of both. He, he definitely wore some of them and then he kept them long enough for when like me and my brother were in middle school and we like fit his size, uh, we would wear them. Um, someone crumble on us like at school oh man because, because like they're just so old you know like just like crazy stories like that but what what shoe what shoes do you can you and your brother remember like crumbled like when you guys wore them to school can you remember any shoes that you wore yeah so um this was actually not like a hand-me-down but my brother was wearing like one of the earlier retros of the Jordan three white cement. I think it was, Ooh. I can't remember the day, maybe 94. It was, like, it was 94. 94. Yeah. yeah so like me, my, even my older sister, uh, we saw all like pass down each other's shoes. Um, so my brother was wearing them and he was playing basketball on them. And he said that they just like crumbled. So for him, they crumbled and he was probably like in fourth or fifth yeah. grade. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess during that time, like shoes back then, there's a, there's a, there's a time frame, right? As far as like you have a certain amount of time, because the, the polyurethane on the Jordan threes, you know, as it gets older, you know, with what, you know, as, uh, you know, when you have them as far as like exposed to sun, exposed to air, water, you know, it, it all that stuff accumulates and, you know, it just, it's just going to fall apart at some point. That's why, like, you know, you just got to wear them as much as you can. Like, a lot of people have been flexing, you know, have it. I don't understand, like, people, like, have these shoes that haven't worn. And then they wear them, like, 10 years later and then, the you know, the bubble will pop or, like, the sole will separate. So, you know, life's too short. Like, you just got to just wear your shoes, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I mean, my dad wore a lot of them, but he also, like, kept a lot, like, brand new. That's I never dope. really knew what his, like, goal was at the end, whether was it to, like, resell or have a business. Or yeah. Maybe he was just collecting. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I guess, like, one thing I also wanted to mention on, like, sneakers and getting into it, like, in middle school, I discovered Soul Collector Forums. Um, I was late in the game. That was like 2008, 2009. I was like eighth grade. Um, but I started noticing that people were still paying money for like vintage Jordan 4s crumbled. Like, so that's kind of like what started us to look at like reselling his shoes. He was just like, yo, like if these are gonna yellow over time, if they're gonna crumble, like we might as well sell them now before it's too late. So that's kind of like how a little bit of how that started, started up. But. Yeah, most definitely. And we'll, we'll definitely um, jump in, you know, more about that you know, as far as like your, your family business. So um, 
next question for you. So I know I've seen your stuff, you know, I've seen your stuff through like social media. Um, so you got a dope <clears throat> pair uh, that very rare, you know, very rare in my opinion. So you got a, you have a 1985 Jordan one collection that you own. Um, tell us more about it. Yeah, I actually uh, brought them out right here. So uh, let's start off with the shoes. So, you know, this was like July of last year, uh, quarantine, you know, working from home. So everybody knows that like working from home, you have the luxury of going to sleep late at night because you don't gotta like get up and um, get ready for work. So I was just like on my phone scrolling. It was all by accident, like 2 a.m. on Facebook. I just happened to search up 1985 Jordan 1. A listing came up and it was like being sold by a guy that wasn't a sneakerhead. He just like had a lot of collectibles. I'm not sure if he knew like what they were worth, but I kind of like sat on the listing for a couple of days, like did some research on the different like conditions that you should buy the shoe for. Like if the sole is like flexible on the bottom or super hard or like how crunchy the sock liner is. Um, so yeah, it was all through Facebook, like the peak of the last dance, like July. And um, I was like kind of in the market for maybe the 2015 pair. I saw them going for like around a thousand. And I was just like, why would anybody pay that much for the retro? Like, why don't you just look for the OG? Um, so yeah, here it is right here. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, I like, uh, to, like sent the pictures out to the like OG Kicks 20 years and below group asking them if like the paint was ever uh, reconditioned or, you know, just wanted to make sure that this wasn't a shoe that was like touched. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, it didn't come with the OG box, um, but they did come with the original laces that I have uh, separately. Um, so yeah, I, wow. I, I paid a pretty penny for them, uh, but I definitely was like reselling left and right after I bought these shoes just to make up for it. Um, but yeah, size 11, I guess these shoes run like half a size small. So I actually have worn them. I, I, I do wear them occasionally. Um, and then uh, to go along with this, like recently I just picked up the 1985 uh, Jordan 1 tracksuit. Um, got them off of a live or an IG live auction, Instagram live auction. So you got the... Top right here. You got the um, the blue tag. I think this is like the 80s era. Um, and then it also came with the pants too, which don't fit me right now. I don't know if it's because of just the 80s style back then or maybe That's... it's on quarantine weight. Oh my God. That's um, but I definitely plan to wear these one day. Hopefully I can fit into them. Uh, but yeah, man, like a crazy set to have. Uh, I'm definitely like looking for like the t-shirt that it came with, like the t-shirt that came with like the jersey I stitched on and the hat, but you know, not in a rush. If it comes up, it comes up, but yeah, man, pretty sick. Yeah. Man, you, you just broke this, you just broke this podcast, man. Just, just asking that one question. Wow. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the stars on the the soles? Are they um, 
are they still there or like what's the condition uh i would say like 85 percent 80 percent stars okay um when i got the shoe there isn't like a lot whole lot of heel drag okay i've worn them since then and they're like a little bit big on me so okay i've you know the heel is gonna drag but the shoes are definitely wearable um i'm just like concerned with like the sock liner i don't know if you can hear it like being crunchy yeah. but they said that like once it gets too dry like the foam will just get all over the place and that's when you'd want to like look to restore it yeah and i i can definitely um i do have a, a friend of mine that can restore those shoes so shout out to my homie Hillary from long beach he's a small business owner as well so you know that, yep that's my that's the homie right there Hillary actually uh, restitched these for me. So there you go. Tell, tell him Dan didn't send you, and you're like, "Oh, I know him, man. That's 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 my dude, man." Yeah. Wait, so yeah, um, definitely, sure. he can definitely take care of those 85s for you, because um, you know that that is first and foremost a Grail piece that not many people have in their collection or they're in possession. Especially the fact that you have the you have the matching suit, which is insane. Like what, how like how much of a difference was the time you got the shoes, and the time you got the the, the suit? Like how, what was the span on that? Yeah, so I got the shoes in July 2020, um, and I just got the suit recently, maybe like three months ago. I just wow. got lucky. Like I guess there's this whole wave of people vent, uh, vendoring merchandise on Instagram Live where like they can showcase an item and the people watching the live can comment on it to bid on it. Um, so like once I saw it, I was like, damn, like am I ever gonna like come across this again? Mm -hmm. Like, especially like near my size, like I wear a size large to XL. And like a couple of days before that, I was actually at round two vintage in, uh, in Melrose and I had come across like a, a a pair of pants but they're a size medium and I was like yeah I'm not gonna fit these so I mean luckily I you know everything just happened at the right time um yeah definitely some grill pieces that like I probably wouldn't sell unless like it was like a family emergency but oh um, no I I hope you keep them you know oh yeah 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 let, let's not let's not come across <laughs> dire you know dire desperation <laughs> so you know um, man, so um, those 85 ones, how are they comfort-wise compared to like, like the retros that you wear? They're, I would say they're a lot different. Um, they kind of feel like, to me, they kind of feel like a Nike Dunk High. Um, like the toe box is like a lot different than like your typical Jordan 1. Um, I would say like this toe box is like a little bit smaller. This one is a little bit bigger. And then there's just the overall leather and the shoe itself, like the midsoles are just super, super thick and heavy. Uh, whereas like the original Jordan one or that the retro Jordan ones, I'm sorry. Yeah, I could definitely more. see there's like about an, an inch more as far as like the thickness. Yeah. Yeah. About, a, about an inch. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the recent like 2021, neutral gray is kind of lined up pretty good to this. I have it in the room, but I just didn't bring it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they don't, they're not separating or hopefully not yet. Um, 
Jordan ones don't crumble. So no, they it's don't. definitely like a dope shoe to have, especially just to look at or, you know, I'll, I'll wear them. So, yeah. That's, yeah. So how do you store them? Like, do you store them like in a glass case? Like how, how do you store those 85 ones? So yeah, right now or before I was storing them in like the container boxes, the, the clear drop fronts. Uh, I'm trying to do a little bit more research on it. I've heard people like put them in like a Ziploc bag and keep them at like 70 degrees Fahrenheit with the silica packs on them. And oh, I think that's, that's what I should do, you know? Silica but uh, packs. <laughs> packs, bro. Like that's what oh also my God. So collector. Like there used to be this store at the mall. I'm going on a tangent, but berries. Do you are you familiar? Like I heard of berries. Yeah, it's a shoe store. So like, so they used to have like all the silica packs in all the little Stephen Marbury shoe boxes, and we didn't. I didn't go to buy them, but like I'd always tell my dad like, hey, like I'm gonna go pick up some silica packs. I was like maybe like 12, 13 years old and just like would walk out with all of them and then, you know, put them in our shoe collection <laughs> back, at, back at the storage. It's crazy, right? Because those silica packs, like it, it, it was supposed to prevent like oxidation from like clear soles. That's why like, you know, like we got information from Nike Talk, from Soul Collector. And, you know, like it was crazy. Like you just put like, a, like five silica packs on a Jordan 6 infrared or Concord 11s or, you know, a Space Jam. So that way it preserves like the, you know, the iciness of the soles, but yeah. it's crazy. Like, and then, you know, silica packs, you know, like you were saying, like you just get the only way, only place you can get them is at a shoe store. Um, you know, just like you, like you just, you know, you know where to get them. Like you went to Barry's, <laughs> you know, I would like ask, you know, just, you know, side of, side stories yeah i would just ask the cat you know like the cashier like do you have any silica packs so i just like cob them off it do they, do they know what it meant no they're just like oh you mean that little uh the gel thing like yeah the gel thing inside the shoe like you guys don't need that so yeah. luckily like I, I would go to like payless you know because payless like don't care it's yeah for sure ten dollar shoes so they just, just get the one stuff in and out yeah yeah so that's definitely dope man thanks for sharing that um Next question for you. So uh, you operate a family owned business uh, called Inside Move Sports. Mm -hmm. uh, how long have you been in the business for and uh, what, what, what kind of products do you, do you guys offer? Yeah, so I guess to just provide some background, um, Inside Move Sports uh, was started by my dad back in like 1993, 94, where like the basketball, genre of like clothing brands were starting up you had like n1 where they had like the trash talk shirts saying like you can't guard me or all those other like cool slogans and at the time uh, he started his own brand called inside move sports um was selling shirts at like venice beach different trade shows and also doing like silk screen printing for like local basketball leagues and then like around like the mid 2000s, uh, just things got busy with, with family and, um, and him like also taking the time to coach us. So there was like a hiatus or pause between Inside Move Sports as a clothing brand versus Inside Move Sports uh, to selling. So now going into the selling piece of it, we talked about Soul Collector, we talked about like the crumbling shoes so I started selling all of his, a lot of his shoes um, through Soul Collector under a different 
avatar name, Heat Ball of Five. But um, in 2015, that was in 2008, 2009. And then in 2015 or 2014, I decided to make a Jersey page. Um, you know, my dad had a big collection of basketball jerseys um, that he collected over the years, found that like, either thrift shops or different department stores. I don't know if you're familiar with like AJ Wright or Ross or Marshall. Yep. Um, yeah, those are, those are some good times. And uh, yeah, I just started posting them um, back in 2015. Um, our page was primarily focused on jerseys, like NBA authentic jerseys. But my dad is like a collector of sneakers and vintage items as well. So uh, just recently, I maybe like a year ago, two years ago, I decided to make the InsideMoves.Kicks page uh, where we sell his sneakers and some of the ones that I buy and resell. And then a vintage page that's like still still in its initial steps right now, um, but selling a lot of his like older mid-2000s Nike t-shirts or um, Bulls championship shirts or Lakers shirts. Yeah, those are popping right now. So yeah, jerseys, sneakers, and vintage. That's dope. Your dad sounds me like, your dad reminds me of me, you know, with my kids. <laughs> so, you know, that's my plan. Hopefully if my kid wants to continue the stuff I pass along with him. I mean, I'm not going to tell him the resale, but I got some dope stuff that I, that I have and, you know, like set aside for him so yeah that's really dope like so your dad also collect jerseys so what like you know I guess you know what was like the what was the craziest like set of um, jerseys that your dad owned that you realized you know I guess back back then like oh yeah this is a Michael Jordan champion jersey or Nike jerseys and then as you got older, what jerseys did your dad own or did your dad like store it had in store that you realized had that showed how rare it was or how sought after it was? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, like as the guy that runs the, the social media page and is pushing for sales and posting and making like wanting to get a sale, my dad's more on like all right, if it sells, it sells. If not, then cool. Like it's our collection. Um, but to answer your question, like one that comes to mind is like the Jordan 1998 Nike Pro Cut jersey. It was a size 50, length plus four, had the tags attached still. Uh, we had sold it last year, actually right before the last dance. I think the buyer was pretty smart. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a jersey that is a grail piece to a lot of people. Um, back when we started, I was selling a lot of his like Kobe jerseys. And at the time, like in 2014, 2015, Kobe jerseys weren't rest in peace, by the way, but they weren't going for a whole lot. Um, we sold like his 2005 NBA All-Star jersey. It was like the one that in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, you don't see a lot of those jerseys anymore. And we had two of them. We sold it. Um, we also have like the original Allen Iverson Georgetown Nike jersey. That one was new without tags. It was size 48. Didn't fit, fit either of us. We sold Damn. it. Um, so yeah, like a lot of the jerseys that we have now, they're kind of just like 
the ones that we haven't sold yet, but back in like 2014, 2015, we had like a lot, a, a lot of grill pieces. That's crazy. So you had a, is it the home or away um, 97, um, 97, 98 that you're, that you guys yeah, had? It was the red one. Sheesh. That was dope. Yeah. There's a lot that come to mind. Like he still has like the NBA at 50 anniversary. Wow. Like, the, the, the gold patch. Yeah, the Clyde Drexler. Um, we have like uh, Arvidas Sabonis Blazers jersey, new with tags from yeah from the Blazers. You don't see a lot of those. I've been looking on eBay. Nothing in size forty four new with tags. Um, definitely have a premium price for that one, just because like it's a collector's price, you know. Um, we've had like the Nike Dwayne Wade's to the two thousand seven All Star in Las Vegas. Authentics for Kevin Garnett, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, like we all sold those too. Um, but like, what's the craziest thing about my dad's jersey collection that differentiates between how I resell or how I find things? Like he found them all for player prices, you know? Shout out to the player <laughs> price. Hey, that, definitely. I mean, uh, you, your dad, I'm sure had to hoard all that stuff. You know, I hate the word hoarding, but it is hoarding. <laughs> where you see, you see a jersey for twenty dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars, you're not gonna just say no. You're just gonna get it. And then at, at some point, you're in your mind like, you know what? I'm gonna keep it. And then eventually, you had like two hundred, three hundred jerseys, and you decided to just sell it. Now everybody, everybody wants the the you know the the end thing now is is jerseys, right? Like the vintage jerseys, like. A lot of people are looking for champions and Nikes, even Reeboks and Adidas. So that's like the hot stuff right now, especially like vintage stuff that, you know, that you're selling as well. So a lot of a lot of pieces that you sold now, of course, you know, you, you know, either you have like very low, you know, minimum quantities or it's already been sold out of stock. Um, you know, those are like really grail pieces now that people are, are going to paying top, top dollar for them. So, yeah, yeah. I, I've learned, um, that, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have rushed my dad in the past to sell them, but you, you learn as you do it. Right. Of course, so like, of course. we haven't branched out to eBay yet just because I was trying to avoid seller fees, but you know, eBay has been around since 1999, 2000, and maybe like the people on eBay are looking for the jerseys that I have because I'm just on Instagram and Instagram is new. So those are just like some of the little yeah. things like marketing or yeah. outlets or platform stuff that I'm learning as we go. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I got some jerseys next to me that I personally like. Um, yeah. Let, let, let's see them. If you want to you know, share them. Yeah. So let's see. So yeah, um, I didn't mention earlier, but I'm like a big Clippers fan. There you um, go. You know, before the Lob City days, back in like 2001, 2002, my dad used to take us to the Clipper games because tickets were super cheap, basically like movie ticket prices. Um, so as, as a lot of people follow me, like I have like a hashtag two taps Tuesday. So. Wow, you know, that's a nice fan. piece. Yeah, Darius Miles, Champion. Miles. It's, it's also is... signed. Yeah. Wow, it's signed? Yeah. Um, 
since we're on the Darius Miles and Hugh Rich, like I got like a, a game worn um, or supposedly game worn, game issued Hugh Rich New York Knicks jersey. Wow. You can't see that. You can't find that anywhere, man. Yeah. Q Rich is like my favorite player on the Clippers. Uh, just because like, you know, back to basketball jerseys and shoes, like these guys were the young guys. Mm-hmm. They were exciting to watch. They played hard. Yeah, the Clippers sucked, but they also had the dopest Jordans on. They did. They did. Like, I mean, that was that was Jordan's, you know, babies back then, you know, those just little kids. Yeah. Since Marbury, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the Richardson. Yeah. Wow, my bad. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Oh wow, that's and dope. This, this one's also signed too. I don't know if these are certified or anything. But yeah, yeah. One of the more like crazy pieces that I found was this like Q Rich uh, wow. Media Day worn jersey. I actually uh, was able to like photo match it off of Getty Images. Yeah, it has like the. The no. mic pocket on the inside. Um, but yeah, like before the Clippers, um, I actually was like a Kobe fan as like a young kid. Like everybody, especially like, I don't know, Filipino families or just LA families in general, everybody like liked Kobe, right? And um, I grew to like actually dislike him because I think I fell into the whole media and hit them portraying him as a bad guy. But um we still have this jersey. This is one that my dad gave me from, uh, I think it's from 1998. Wow. Um, size 44. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. I wore this to his memorial. Can, can, I, see, uh, can then, I see the back, uh, can I see the back, Ricky? Of the, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sheesh. And wow. to go with it, um, I mean, I know it's it's not the all-star jersey, uh, but my dad has had the 1998 original KB8. Wow. Man. Let's see. Yeah, the, the, the tag on the inside says March uh, 98. Oh, I can tell by the tag by itself. That's, that's a 98 Adidas tag. Yeah, and then it also has, like, the, the logo. I forget what the slogan was, like the feet you wear. Uh, feet you wear, yeah. It was, um, yeah, the, the feet you wear, like it molded to like the bottom of your feet. Yeah. That is sick. Yeah, yeah. my dad had a lot of grill pieces, like original, like foam posite pearls. Like, yo, like I'll, I'll show you like our old, like soul collector photos from back Wait, then. your dad used to, used to, used to uh, wear foam posits? That's a dope dad. That's a cool dad, man. That's all. That's that dad I strive to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad was my dad was probably just like you guys. Sorry, it's messy. I don't feel like no. That's cool, man. This is this is your this is your show, bro. This is this is all you. But yeah, that's dope. My dad was just like you guys. Like when I watched your old episodes and you talking to like the OG Nike Talk guys or. Um, just whoever, like it, like all your guys' stories kind of like line up with like who my dad was as a collector. So yeah. Yeah. Man, that's awesome, man. Wow, that's geez. And then I'm sure you looked at prices. That 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 home jersey is like at least two racks, like two thousand. You know, everything, you know, like ever since he passed away, like stuff 
I mean, stuff now kind of went down, but mm-hmm. for that jersey itself, that authentic jersey from 97 or 96, you can't find that in that pristine condition because you see on eBay, there's like stains, there's like um, stitching that's like worn off. There's like tags that's ripped off, but you, your jersey is like, you know, it's in good condition. So hopefully yeah. you keep those in a, in, a, in a good, safe, you know, climate. Yeah, silica pack. Silica no. pack. Yeah, yeah. Put in a silica pack. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I haven't seen that one for going for two thousand. Maybe, maybe you're looking at like a pro cut or something. That's awesome, or, man. Maybe it yeah. is two thousand. That's one of the best. Um, you do have the. Be- that's one of the best uh, Quentin Richardson jerseys that I've, I've seen ever. Like I've never seen anyone that had those jerseys. And you're you're a fan too. You know what I mean? Like. No matter, even even though he left the Clippers, like you still, you cop the Knicks jersey, you cop the Magic jersey, you cop the Suns jersey. I mean, you followed where he or wherever he went. So that's, you know, that's that's like that's loyalty right there. That's that's being a true OG fan. So much props to you. Thanks, man. Yeah, like I, like one thing that catches my eye from your podcast is you guys talk about MJ, and you're like, yeah, like the reason why we liked his shoes was because we saw him wear it. Well, yeah. I, like, I didn't watch MJ, but I do know that Hugh Rich wore like the black and royal thirteen, and yeah, I, I definitely got those shoes, bro. Like, yeah, I had to get them. You know? Man, there was that time. I mean, shout out to the homie Mark from the last episode. Like, he's also a diehard Clippers fan. We, you know, we were talking about like the reason why Clippers were so dope to watch is because like you were saying, you know, you got you got D Miles, you got you got the you got the head bump, you know, you got Hugh Richardson, you got Keon Dueling, you had Lamar Odom, you know what I'm saying? Like, these were all, all these people were wearing Jordan brand. Yeah, Maggetti wearing Jordan brand. It was wild. Like, you see, like, I mean, they had, didn't have PEs back then, but they were wearing, like, black and red 16s. They're wearing Concord 11s. They were wearing, you know, white and navy 16s. They were wearing Jordan 17. It was just insane. So... I, I, you know, I even told, you know, my homie Mark, yeah, I, you know, I was rooting for the Clippers because they had the dopest shoes, you know what I mean? If my team sucked, I, I wanted to cheer for another team that got dope stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. And, like, yeah. not even just about that, but I felt like growing up, the Clippers had, like, a more family-oriented atmosphere. Like, I've been to Laker games, and it felt like it was just, like, all Hollywood, personally mm-hmm. speaking. Uh, people were there just to be seen. Um, but at a Clipper game, like when you're with your family, it was like more fun. They used to have like open practices at Staples. I remember going there with my dad and my brother and like we were able to get on the court and like do drills with them. And that's like personally, that's what like got me as a Clipper fan. Man, that's dope. That's dope. So I, I want to ask you a question about uh, your vintage uh, department. So um, does your dad realize the stuff that he had collected back then is what people are, are seeking for nowadays like what's old is new kind of thing um yes and no like so when he bought them from back then i don't think he had the intentions of being like oh yeah like this style is going to come back um i'm just gonna save it i think it was just all by accident um but he's always told me like to be careful with the hype to like not buy stuff because it's popular right now. Um, and just to get like the classics, 
and then he also mentioned to me like yeah like everything's like a circle like you know the style comes and goes he keeps telling me that like baggy clothing is gonna come back like soldier boy g unit i'm like no i don't know about that but i mean like polo came back fila came back champion came back nike vintage obviously is gonna stay um but just stuff that like you wouldn't realize like is is back um so yeah he's told me like yeah like don't make fun of my clothes uh because you probably are gonna dress like me when you grow up like i remember like being a kid asking for new clothes for middle school and i was like no i don't want to wear your clothes like <laughs> and then now like everybody tells me like hey ricky like you kind of resemble your dad a lot i'm just funny like, right it comes full circle so it happens to all kids and and, and dads yeah like I saw a picture of my dad wearing like a Stussy hat back in the day. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the heck? Whoa, your dad probably skateboarded too. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's really cool, man. All right. So more about your business, Ricky. Um, so how important is maintaining and gaining the trust of a customer as a small business owner? Yeah, it's really important. I think um, the first thing is like, as a seller, you want to put yourself in the shoes of the buyer. Like if I was a buyer, how would I want this transaction to go? Would I want to pay for an item and then have to hit the guy up back like in two weeks, be like, yo, like, where's my tracking? Uh, so one thing I take pride in is making sure that the transaction goes really smooth, taking detailed pics, making sure to get all angles, get the tag, make sure to include a tag with your name on it. I feel like a lot of people don't do that right now. Um, but also once the item is processed, making sure to um, get the tracking number right away, double package the item, make the transaction as smooth as possible. So when they get the item, they're like, man, not only am I happy with the product I purchased, but I'm happy with um, the business, how, how the business went, how smooth it was. Um, another important thing to do to like gain their trust is to, you know, converse with them, treat people like, like humans. I, like earlier, uh, during, um, my time running the business or helping my dad, um, I used to like kind of get annoyed sometimes when people used to like waste my time and, um, converse with me and then not buy anything or, um, ask for pictures and not buy anything. And sometimes like I would like react like with resentment um and then just recently like a customer was telling me about another seller he was like yeah man like i just asked for a photo and the guy gave me like a snobby response and that kind of like put me into perspective or put us into perspective of like yeah you know you're running a business it can get a little annoying at times but you want to stay consistent um, because your, your impressions last a while. So there's that. And then, um, also reward your loyal customers, um, people that purchase back, um, back to back or, um, have stuck with you for a long time, you know, mark off $20 here and there, $10 here and there. So those are just some of the things I've picked up. Um, but yeah, like trust is, is very important. Yeah. yeah, you know, like they always say, you know, once a customer, always a customer, right? So, um, you know, just backstory, like how we how we met, 
um, you, you had an item, you know, that, that I've seen, but, you know, I kind of like negotiated the price with you. And, you know, the, the, the price that we agreed on was, it was reasonable. So you kind of chopped it up there. You know what I mean? Like, um, and then, you know, you threw in a, threw in a lanyard, which is, which was dope. You didn't have to, uh, you know, and then I, I just saw your products like, Hey man, if, if I have this size, that size, let me know. So that way, you know, you, you know what I'm looking for. And then regardless of like, you know, if you want to push items, you still let me know, Hey, by the way, I still got this, this item, that item, you know, just so that you know, you know, it's available. So I think that that open communication that you have with customers is very important. And it's also nice that you keep everybody on the loop. So that's just like one thing that I just want to like tell you as a customer that it's good that you still maintain, um, you know, co contact with them because you never know when they need something, especially when you see it at hand, you can just, it's an easy transaction for you. You can just say, oh, I got this item for you. You know, this is what you're looking for. And then you guys can just take it from there. So, yeah, um, yeah for sure. I think I, I would agree with that like 100%. Like even just going back to our customer service days when I used to work at Finish Line, one of the biggest things I remembered was like, our manager telling us, yeah, like, make sure you remember their names, like keep that like person, personal co connection. Don't just be a robot or like for me behind Instagram sports, a robot behind uh, the direct messaging thing. Uh, yeah. Remember their names, remember their sizes. Um, I try to do my best to like mark down which jerseys or teams people are looking for. I have a list of like, all right, this guy asked for this size and this Kobe Mitchell and S jersey that I'll pre-order the next time. So yeah, yeah, it's important to remember who your customers are and know what they like and, you know, don't be afraid to follow up, um, but also make sure to remember what they like if you promise them that you follow up. So let me ask you this, um, when people view your store, like shoes or even between sneakers, vintage stuff and jerseys, Tell me one item that each the each each of your department what's like the number one most requested thing for a uh, vintage item, a jersey, sneaker. So what 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 are the the top three, you know, like the the most sought after for each, uh, you know, apparel? Yeah, I, I I think it like differs between person to person. I, like what's crazy about the jersey game versus the shoe game like people like their own individual players that's what's like so beautiful about it like one person connect can connect to a q wish where another person can connect to a gilbert arenas and you know everybody's gonna like kobe in la but there's people that hit me up for like random people like oh do you have a specific game worn like bull short and i'll be like no like what i have is what i have you know or you have like alan iverson or Kevin Garnett, um, but the most asked for jersey, like, so on the Instagram page, I'll post jerseys for sale, but I'll also post jerseys that are like part of the collection. And like, there's this guy that just would constantly hit me up for this. Like I had it posted on um, my like closet page inside Moves Closet. And he was like, hey man, like how much for that jersey? Two months later, how much for that jersey? I'd be like, yo, like I respect your persistence, but in my bio, it says none of this stuff is for sale. And so the Kobe jersey, like this one gets um, asked about a lot. I think with shoes, I 
the shoe part side of it has kind of been a little bit dry, like with all of the people with bots and having backdoor access, like they're definitely like a step ahead of me there. Um, but everybody kind of just asks for like Jordan ones, mochas. Uh, they kind of know that I don't have like full size runs and the most, most of my stuff are size tens, but, um, back when like the whole Yeezy 350 wave was happening, um, there was like a couple moms of like my brother's friends that would like keep in contact with me. Um, so that was cool. Like it, once you like sell something to a customer, um, and if the next time, if you're going to go for like a raffle or something, sometimes I would go hit them up and be like, yo, like, do you want this shoe? Like I'll put in for your size. Let me know. And then that's what kind of like builds it. Um, sorry, I kind of went on a tangent. No, 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 it's okay. But like with the vintage stuff, um, I'm still really new to it. Honestly, I don't think there's people really hitting me up for specific items. There's a lot more vintage heads out there that know more about the vintage game way more than me and I'm learning from people so um I mean a lot of stuff right now is like the Lakers championship tees that was hot like last October up until like January um it's kind of died down a little bit but once once playoffs starts up again I'm sure they'll ask for the Lakers vintage yeah yeah so definitely hit up the hit up the page you know inside move sports vintage sneakers you know and not yeah. but not the closet because that's that's not for sale that, that's just for show yeah. all right ricky so um next question for you um let's see what we got here yeah we can ask that okay so we kind of touched in like the craziest pieces of merchandise that apparel that you have so what what um what are your featured items that you have right now for your store? So that way people know, hey, you know, Ricky got this, he got this Jordan one, he got this Jersey. So what's that featured item that you have that people can know that people that you have currently in the stock uh, that they, they can hit you up on? Oh yeah, that's hard. Um, like, like we talked about before, like we sold a lot of our like really like grill, grill pieces, but I think one that people hit me up about is that RV Dust Sabonis Blazers jersey, uh, new with tags. Um, there's not a lot that come to mind, honestly, because I feel like we've sold all of most of the grill pieces. Um, you know, for the new jersey heads in the game who, uh, you know, don't want to spend the big money on like the original vintage jerseys, I have like, Kobe Mitchell and Escher's is going for like under retail. Um, if you're a viewer on this page, I could shoot it to you for 250 uh, meetup or 250 plus ship. Just make sure to subscribe to Danden's podcast and show that proof. Hey, yeah, that's dope, man. That's cool. Yeah, definitely gonna you know plug plug that in. So, all right, let's see what we got else here. Okay, so. Um, Next question to you, are there any pieces that you're looking for your stores? And if so, what are they? Um, yeah, that's a good question because I don't like, I don't, I'm actually not really, we're not really looking for additional pieces for the store. 
Um, we're really like focused on selling like the collection that my dad has now. Um, there's like a lot of items that we haven't listed yet. Um, so that's, I guess there's not that many pieces that I'm looking to resell. If, if, if I am looking for pieces, it's those that I'm looking to flip on my own, like off sneakers app, um, for my own personal use. But if there's like a vintage item I'm looking for, it's one that I'm not going to sell. I kind of like that 85 track suit. Um, and also just in general, I'm just trying to like stop buying as much clothes as like I used to and like trying to like narrow down my collection. So um, if anybody's watching out there though, and they're a Jersey collector, one, shoot, one Jersey that I want personally is like uh, Quentin Richardson, Miami Heat Jersey, preferably Ooh. black in a size 40. Uh, Cause the Diaz ran big at the time, but I, I'd be good with any color. I'm trying to like step up or complete my Hugh Rich collection, at least one per team, because like getting all of the colors is pretty hard. Yeah, I gotta hit up the homie Mark from the throwback store from shout out to my homie from the UK. So I'm gonna definitely uh, link, link you up with him. He may he may know someone that may have that jersey. So it's kind of like, you know, we're all in a jersey community. So hopefully, you know, you can get that jersey. Cause I know that would like definitely complete your collection as far as like you see everything all laid out and like you're like damn i can't believe like completed it's like the best feeling like kind of like you you have everything that you wanted you know in front of you so yeah hopefully you get that that uh, that miami heat and i forgot he played for the heat too for a for a brief moment too yeah like i i follow their podcast and like he always talks about how the heat is like a good organization and how um they make you really feel like a pro like you have to like make like a certain conditioning time or body fat percentage so like yeah the heat is definitely a piece that i'd want to have but i wanted to ask you like what's uh what's a grill jersey that you're looking for if you don't have it already that i have not had oh my god there's a lot <laughs> where do we begin top three. Um, top three all right I'm big on I'm big on Nike uh, vintage jerseys, NBA jerseys. So I'm I'm looking for a '97 '98 uh, white Michael Jordan Bulls jersey. Doesn't have to be a pro cut, but it has to be authentic. The you know the white home has to be um, your size too. That's like that's like number one. I had an opportunity to cop it from a friend for like a hundred bucks, but I didn't hit him up, which is a, a big oh. regret. Yeah. Last dance. Um, I know it was a regret, man. It was like it was way back, almost like 15 years ago, back when jerseys were, I think, dying down. Where like people didn't care about buying jerseys. I just wanted it just for the sake of for having it. Um, so that's the yeah. jersey that I want. Um, I think we have that jersey, but I, I, I know it's like a, it's not player price. Oh no, no. If you if it's a 52, we can talk. Oh, um, it's not 52. What, is, what, what size is it? It's like 48 or 44. If it's yeah. 48, maybe, maybe. We, we can definitely talk. <laughs> um, definitely go ahead. I have to, I'll have to, you know, hit you up uh, after the podcast. Um, another jersey I'm looking for is, uh, I'm also looking for a white home uh, pinstripe Penny Hardaway jersey, uh, Orlando Magic. Um, I've seen a lot of people have the, the black, 
like the black away and the royal the alternate uh, royal away but yeah. i rarely see people have the the white penny stripe pinstripe that always like caught my eye especially when penny was like he was like the like the the new the, he was like the new thing back in the you know the early nineties you know playing with Shaq, and then when Shaq went to to Orlando I mean Orlando he went to to the Lakers, he he then he wore him with the with the Royal Foam pennies penny uh foam posit ones. I regret signing those. Oh my god! Oh foam, we can talk about foam posits on another <laughs> podcast. The homie RJ. You got the best Jordan ones, the best foam posits. We'll we'll definitely gonna. That's another day for another time. On the I'm next podcast, you. I'll bring all my shoes. There you go. We are gonna have you. We are gonna have you on another podcast for that. Uh, and then the last jersey that I'm looking for, I would probably say the. I'm looking for a purple Shaquille O'Neal. Um, Lakers jersey, the one that you got, that that model, that 90, 96, 97 model. Yeah. So that's hard to find. You know what's funny? I saw that jersey of all places. I found I saw it at a Ross. A Ross, right? So get this. Here's a funny, here's a funny story. You didn't pick it up. I didn't pick it up. Oh. Guess how much the jersey was for? Not- <laughs> 30 bucks. $49.99. And the reason why I didn't get it is because it was it was his pro cut size. It was like a dress. It was like a size like 60. It's crazy, right? Because like um was I didn't tell anyone cut? about this. Yeah. This is the first time I'm showing it. It was $49.99. I was like, what the hell am I gonna do with a size 60 Shaquille O'Neal? It was the purple away to that I wanted. So it was it was funny. It was a Jermaine O'Neal Indiana Pacers pinstripe, a Reebok one. And then for some reason, Ross, this was about six years ago. They had next to it was the purple Shaquille O'Neal jersey. So I had it in my hand. Like I had both in my hand. I didn't get both. Shaquille O'Neal, the the um, I'm sorry, the the Jermaine O'Neal. It was O'Neal's jerseys. Like it was Jermaine and Shaq. I think um Jermaine O'Neal already got traded. I think he went to a different team or he probably retired. So it was funny. Like I saw those two jerseys and I didn't pick them up. I was like, I don't need these. These, they were, they were, I, I swear to goodness, they were like there. It was their team issue jersey because it was a size 60. So that I regretted not getting it. And that's why I'm, to this day, I'm not going to ever find a $49.99 pro cut size Shaq jersey that if I own it, I'm not going to even tailor it. I'm just going to just keep it the way it is. I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to look dumb, look like look, look like a dress, but you know, Damn. I regret it, man. Definitely regret it. Wait, that was six years ago or 16 years ago? Six years. I swear to well, goodness. I'm surprised. I'm surprised yeah. they still have that. Yeah. So like the 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 weird thing about Ross, like I said, they they buy they buy like stuff from different you know mom and pop stores or like large chains. So it, it's it was crazy. It was a 1998 jersey. It had the Nike. Oh my god! Like yeah, no people way. people believe me, man. But like, I'm telling you, like 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 I saw it yesterday. Like it's just insane. I regret not getting it. Yeah, I'm definitely look so it's the white Jordan full jersey, the white pinstripe penny home 
uh, Orlando Magic, and the purple Shaquille O'Neal um, away jersey. So one day maybe I'll, I'll I'll get one of them or get all three, but we'll see how it goes. Jerseys right now are they're they're going up in price as because Last Dance and nostalgia and just rare pieces like people can't find those pieces, man. I think quarantine too, like people are like at home <clears throat> spending their money because they can't do anything else like to go outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Shaq jerseys go for a little bit cheaper than, than Kobe. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely be on the lookout for those for you. For sure. Appreciate it. All right. So we're almost uh, towards the end of the podcast. Ricky, appreciate uh, your time. So show us your uh, your top five sneakers in your collection. Yeah. Um, so like before I do that, I wanted to say that my top five to me are the ones that uh, have sentimental value. Um, like, yeah. So as we mentioned before, um, I said the cool gray 11s were one of my favorites. Uh, I actually don't have it on me anymore because I had sold them as like a dumb kid, you know, getting into the flipping and buy, sell, trade. But uh, I would say that in place of that is like the cool grade four. Um, oh, wow. I feel like, yeah, like my dad had the original pair in 2004. Um, and I always, wanted, yeah, I always wanted to like uh, grow up and like wear them. By the time they got to me, they're actually too small and there's like a lot of paint chipping. Um, but yeah, like for me, gray is like my, one of my favorite colors or Man, that's dope. My color. Um, yeah, this is like the 2019 pair. I think not a lot of people really like them that much, but, um, yeah, number five right here. Um, what's crazy actually in my top five, the Chicago is not going to even make it. Um, that's a funny, shock. funny story with that, like when I was growing up into shoes, like I actually didn't prefer the Chicago out of all the ones like, yeah, there, there was first shoe iconic historic. Um, but like red isn't like my thing, but, uh, shadows are here at number four. Um, I own wow. the 2013 pair. I own the 2009 and I own the 2018, like two pairs of them. Um, but personally, I, like I said, like this leather, um, the suede, I feel like even like the placement of the swoosh compared to like the 26, 2018 pairs recently, and like the thickness of the swoosh too, um, is to me like more accurate. Um, yeah, like definitely. I love, agree. I love that pair, man. It, it, the cool thing about that pair that people didn't know about, it came with the OG Jordan uh, hang tag, right? Yes, sir. Yup. That's how you know you own pairs. Yes, I, me and RJ used to own a pair. So, yeah. Wow. I like that. Yeah, my, my cousin actually got helped me get these. He was working at Foot Locker at the time, and he uh, was an employee, and they had that employee appreciation weekend. And back in the day, like, these weren't excluded because no one cared about yep. man on the back. Yep. So that's at number four. Um, number, number three is going to be the 1998 Kobe... Uh, original all-star shoe 
um, kind of cheating because this is actually my dad's, but um, Man. yeah, the OG, like I, we had sold like Kobe stuff and I know like a lot of people bash on Kobe sellers, especially after death, but we had sold some stuff like post death too um, for people that I guess really wanted the shoe and gave us like crazy offers, but this is a shoe that like we couldn't give up. Um, like we had like the OG Adidas one, the the first Adidas Kobe signature shoe he had, but yeah, like all of this yellowing, all the dirt, it's all perfect. Man, that's how you know it's a like a 30 year old shoe, man. Yeah, like people nowadays are like pre-aging their shoes, right? It's so. crazy, I don't, it's so dumb. Like short cutting the process. Uh, that was number three. At number two, I'm gonna go with the Space Jam 11. Uh, so it's a funny story with this. Back in 2009, and this is the 2009 prayer because it doesn't say Space Jam Jam. But back in 2009, I was a freshman in high school. Um, this is when like 11s were kind of coming back. Like I think these like resold for like 500 out the door. That's wild. But I was telling my dad, I was like, hey, like, you know, I, I want to camp because that's the only way I'm going to get them. And then he was like, camp, why would you do that? If I have like the, the 2000 pair. Your dad had the, the, the 2000. I'm not, I'm not surprised, but, man. But bro, like, this is where like a lot of people ask me like, dude, like, why did he do that? He was like, all right, well, if you're going to go and buy the, this shoe for like 200 bucks, like, why don't you just buy the 2000 pair off me for a hundred? And then all my friends were like, damn, bro, your dad sold you uh, his shoes. I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess he just teaches us that like, you gotta pay for the things that you really want in life or at least work hard for it. So um, yeah, you know, what's crazy though. I wore them for basketball as a freshman. The, the 2000 or 2009? The 2000. So I, I never actually picked this up in 2009. Um, I wore the 2000s as a freshman, like for ball. You know, they're they're more comfortable, right, compared to the 09s. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. They're way more comfy. Um, but yeah, I recently picked this up. Like Space Jam was like my favorite movie. I have like pictures of me as a kid um, in the champion Space Jam jerseys, um, and then a jersey that I forgot to show. This is like the 2016 retro where Jordan uh, came out out with sorry, oh, my hair is all crazy this is annoying sorry yeah Jordan wow came out that's dope oh that was, that was the re yeah I remember that that's crazy yeah, so, yeah 2016 like I I bought the shoe but I didn't like him I didn't like how high the patent leather was and like the number 45 on the back um so I ended up selling them to buy these but uh, these I haven't worn a whole lot and I know that they're gonna separate once I wear them. And um, I've been telling myself like, yeah, I need to wear these because like summer's Dude. coming up. Got it's gonna got a, got a flex on them. And you know, like I said, if it separates, try to Shout the whole Yeah, Hillary, man. Hit up yeah. Ron, he'll, he'll, he'll bless you, your pair back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, so that's number two. Space Sham was like a big, Big deal to me back in the day, still is. Um, and I have like the LeBron Space Jam shoes at home too, and the jerseys. But at number one, going back to the Ontario Mills story, uh, it's gonna have to be the white cement four for me. And 
You know, you this is from the outlet. Oh no no no! So I didn't get the the shoe from the outlet, but no, I didn't get it from the outlet. But okay, okay. Um, I used to so, wear the nineteen ninety nine retro to the outlets. Okay. Because like basically, my dad was setting us up to flex on everybody. Damn, that's a cool dad. <laughs> that's yeah. what that's the dad I want to be. <laughs> and that that's what I was gonna ask you, like um. Like how old is your son? Is your son into shoes already? Yeah. He's he's um he's six years old. He's yeah, he's in he knows that his dad like loves shoes. Yeah. So like ever since he was born, actually before he was born, I've been buying shoes because um, you know, baby shoes back then they were cheap. You know, there was no resale. So I knew as uh, I had a vision, whether if it was a boy or girl, that they're gonna wear, you know, sneakers, Nikes. Adidas, Reebok, Jordans. So I had a, I had them stacked up, and you know I have shoes for him until I probably maybe even he's like thirteen. It's crazy, right? So I have a, I have a set I have a set run from crib, <laughs> I think until uh, maybe size nine, men's. Yeah, it's crazy. First men breaking news, everybody. Yeah, about I say nine. Oh. See it size nine. So I got player prices, you know, shoes, like as far as like sneakers. I have I have silver phone posit maxes that size one that that's that's frapped. Those are the Tim Duncan ones, right? Tim Duncan's, yeah. Tim Duncan's. They're so wrapped. Those it comes with the OG orange box. You're gonna crumble them. Bro, like I don't think I'm uh I'm hesitant <laughs> to take them out, but I think I'm gonna just keep it the way it is. I don't wanna it's like a collection piece. So yeah, man, like my, my kid really, really into shoes. And then what right now with the with the new Space Jam trailer that came out, he was curious, like, what's the first movie? And I showed him, I just recently showed him Space Jam. Yeah. And he loved he loved it just like how I loved it when I was a kid. So to me, that meant a lot. So now, um, you know, I got him some dope stuff. Uh, he has a pair of space. There you go. He has, he has shorts too. <clears throat> yeah. So, you yeah. So, okay. you know, yeah. So you're able to hook, you were able to help me out. I was able to, to get some shorts. I even got a pair of shorts too. Um, so he has a dope, he has a little dope uh, little outfit that he wanted to, he said, I want to wear it when the movie comes out. I mean, it's going to be, you know, like HBO Max. So like, kind of like have stuff already picked out for him to wear. So he has his space jams. Um, yeah, man, it's just fun. It's just like hearing how your dad, uh, you know, you have stories about your dad is like what I'm going through with my kid now, you know, I mean, he, he may not know what the shoes are, like the models. He knows what I'm like, you know, he knows, if I show what, what shoe is that? That's a Michael Jordan shoe. You know, automatically he'll know it's a Michael Jordan shoe because like he knows the he knows the logo. Yeah. But he knows oh it's a Nike because there's a check mark. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's dope. Like he get it's really nice that like, he picks up those small little things. And like people are like, You're you're like brainwashing him. Why why can't he have like light up shoes? I mean, he has honestly, he has light up shoes. I, I don't really like I don't Tell him, don't wear them, you know, he, he wears whatever he wants. Yeah, but, my dad deprived me of like Heelys. Like I wanted the Heelys yeah. back in the day. He was like, why would I get you those? I like, just can't, 
these these like shoes on clearance these jays on clearance. that's Definitely, dope though man. yeah so you know the you know the apple didn't fall far from the tree you know what i mean that it's, it's really true so whatever you whatever you know you put into the kid you know they kind of pick it up but you know like i said i didn't force him to like shoes he likes it like as much as i do yeah so it's funny how you said you didn't force him like my older sister's name is jordan and my dad <laughs> Says, he's, no, he he says that he didn't name her after Michael Jordan, but we always uh, like, like yeah. joke with him like, yeah, sure. So my okay. sister used to be the one to like wear the first Jordans. Like she had like the Jordan Eleven bread, and then or it was called Playoff back then, or Black and Red. And then my she handed them down to me, and then had them down to my brother. So like that shoe collection that you have for your son, like, are you do you have like a younger uh, child or no um i only have i only have one child um if you want let me let me share a couple of his, uh, his pairs i'll be right back i'll show yeah, you real quick for sure While he's gone, there's a customized Jamal Crawford jersey. Mesh numbers. I was showing jerseys while you're gone. Oh man, you got that. Oh, that's dope. Yes, Lou Will, that actually wear this one, but um, like for some reason they had it on Fanatics and I bought it. And then, like, recently I've been getting into, like, buying blanks and getting them customized. You go to EPS? Yeah, so I went to nice. EPS. Got the mesh numbers on the Crawford. Sheesh. Yeah. That, that's, that's dope, man. All right, so I'll show you a couple of pieces that I've had. So this one is a pair that my kid, my kid was playing basketball before I pulled him out during the pandemic. So these are the O3 cement threes nice so wow. you know he 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 dogged these things i mean <laughs> it was funny right like um his his coaches were like every time i, I would flex them out i'll put them in a champion jersey and then like these like swipe cement threes and then in this instruction were like damn like is that your kid like is he is he really wearing like retro jordans right now for like playing basketball i said man <laughs> I've had these, so like you know, he's yeah. always gonna wear them. And you then, can yeah, I say something like that's not... really cool that you brought out the white cement three because we were just talking about that. And like, I was gonna ask you like, oh, like what kind of shoes is your kid into, or what do you have him wear? Because all the kids right now are probably wearing like Stephen Curry's, mm -hmm. and that's how it was for me growing up. Like all the kids were wearing Kobe's, but my yep. dad used to dress me up in Jordans and. Yep. I don't know. Everything just kind of came full circle right now, like seeing those white cement threes. There you go. You got the O threes, and I have the ninety fours. Like, yeah, 
and it was dope. Um, I just recently, I had a pair of the O3s. I just recently did a soul swap and then changed the tab to Nike. So it was the homie Ron from Hillary that hooked me up with a pair. So I'll, that'll be another another time for the podcast. So yeah. so next thing I was going to show you, like, you know, because we don't, we don't, we tell the truth over here. So that's OG box. Air Force Max? Yes, sir. So, Those are my dad's favorite shoes, he said. Playing ball. Oh, man. Oh, no, no. Those are the, the phone posit Max. Yeah. So look, so look at the bubble, right? <laughs> and this has been Saram wrap. Wow. So I've been offered, like, some, you know, to sell these. Like, uh, I can't sell these, man. Wow. I can't. Yeah. How, who, who shrink wrapped that for you? Um, I bought it. I, I, I got it from a trade. Um, I, I sold a pair of my, like my Nike dumps for like 10 pairs of like kid shoes. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I don't need these anymore. Like I might as well get something cool for my kid. So another last thing I wanted to show you, and he's still, he's, he's right now a size 12. So this is a one and a half. So this is a Jordan box. This is a... Jordan one old love from the BMP pack. Oh yeah. So Dude, those are dope. When I when I first got into Soul Collector, like in 08, the mids were actually like pretty cool. And yeah. I thought they were cool. Um, but yeah, I remember the old loves being. Yeah, so like, yeah, man, my, my kid, I mean, not to be bragging, but he he'll be fine until he'll, he'll be <laughs> I can say he'll be a cool kid as he grows up, you know, having yeah. cool shoes. Yeah, he's gonna have like all the vintage, what's gonna be considered vintage. Yeah. Um, that's that's funny. I, I wanted to ask you like, um, like with the shoe game being the way it is, like mm -hmm. obviously you went through your era, older Nike talk where the community was a lot better and you've talked about bots and how annoying it is but like how do you envision the sneaker game to be when your kid is like 14 15 years old and then uh, part two to that is do you think you'll help your kid go after shoes or do you think you'll be like nah like you get your own bot or damn so i'm gonna i'm gonna answer your second question first because i think that's still we're still rolling with the the kid thing yeah. Of course, um, I'm definitely gonna help my kid, you know, get what it, what he needs. Uh, you know, of course, you gotta you have, to have to teach him. You know, you can't go beyond your means to like buy a shoe. Um, yeah. Doesn't make sense. You're gonna spend a thousand, and then you know you're not gonna even, you know, you're just not gonna even like take care of it, or you're just gonna just keep, you know, just wear it just once and just set it and forget it kind of thing. Uh, you know, I'm definitely going to help my kid out if he wants a pair of shoes and try to educate him as much as much as I can, you know, as far as like, you know, knowing more about the shoe or what for, you know, what what he can expect from like, I don't want him to camp out. It's it's crazy nowadays. People getting killed, you know, even like the the Toro ones, like I'm Toro fives. Like I saw like social media, there was like a rampage in the mall because like, People didn't get them and i don't want my kid to go through that nobody nobody wants to go through that mm -hmm. um and to ask your first question um i'm sorry what well, your first question again is what was it 
like how do you see the shoe game being shoe game when your kid is 15 because yeah. right now we're in the era of bots and so, it's really difficult yeah so with that i think um i hope it, it gets better because right now it's we're in a we're in a, a culture vulture type of society right now or generation where it's a copycat you know everybody wants to have a brick and mortar um, you know mortar um everybody wants to have their own business everybody wants to resell you know not not anything with you you've had you you've been in the business for a long time you know even even when you were a child it was started by your dad uh and not not be not going against other people but um you know it's oversaturated right now and i hope you know nike nike can you know uh can learn make a learn from their lessons of like having limited stuff. Cause it's actually our fault to be honest. Yeah. You know, there was a point in time where things were oversaturated, where Jordans were sitting and because we wanted them to be available and, you know, five years ago, three years ago, you know, there were Jordans were sitting on shelves. Like people it were discounted. People didn't want them. Ended up being all this. People didn't want them. So now like, you know nike wanted to cater to the to the public okay we'll make it limited again you know and then now all of a sudden you see all these like craziness like you know the the resale is just crazy and i hope you know when my kid my kid's six you know he's six now so hopefully when in 10 years or whatever he decides to you know get into get in more into shoes you know, I hope, I'm sure it'll be, and I, I hope, and like I said, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be guaranteed, but I hope that it would be much better for him to get shoes. Um, because I think he'll be fine, you know, as far as like. Get a full size run. Full size run, right? So, <laughs> like my dad got me all these shoes. Like, I'm going to just wear them. I mean, if he wants to be the smart kid and not pay for anything, you know, which I hope he takes that you know that that route but there'll be time there'll be certain things he might be interested in you know he might be interested in you know like swimming or like he wants to do stuff you know that's not sports related you know so yeah. be it yeah so you know I, i'm just here for for me to just guide him you know be the best dad that i can be for him um and also like share like moments like like it's kind of corny i kind of dress him up like when we wear, when we go out, we wear the same shoes. I'm sure your your dad, your brother, you your your dad and your brother went through that as like a family. Yeah. It, to me, it's people think it's corny, right? But it's actually really cool. Like people think it's like it's dumb. Like why are you dressing like your kid? Well, it's like this is like my expression, like my appreciation. Like this is what you know. And my kid too. Like he said, let's wear. He was telling me like Pablo, let's wear the Spider-Man shoes. Like he he loves like Spider-Man, like um, Chicago ones. Oh um, yeah, that's the origin stories. So he doesn't have the origin stories. He <laughs> has I bought him the pair of the the band mids. So uh -huh. and I happened to get a pair of the band mids. So he called them Spider-Man shoes. Oh nice. So, like yeah, it's like Pablo, let's wear the Spider-Man shoes uh, today. So we'll go we'll go like to the grocery or whatever, or you know we'll we'll go hang out. And then we'll, we'll put them on. So it's cool. Like, you know, just seeing him like being, you know, getting, knowing what things are and yeah. what they mean, 
you know, without him like going through like paying for something. Like I think I I did the hard I did the hard part already. The easy yeah. part for him is just to put them on. Yeah, yeah, I, I resonate with both of your answers like a lot. I think, um, yeah, like with getting shoes, like yeah, you don't want them to pay for resale price. Yeah. Like I don't tell my dad how much I paid for like the neutral gray ones that just came out, yeah. or even the Chicago's, but. Uh, one thing like he did teach us is like, you know, one, it, it is really expensive to keep up with the Joneses or mm-hmm. look cool. And two, in order for you to do that, like you should be smart, work hard for it, like collect bottles to recycle. I used to sell candy back in high school to pay for my Jordans or my dances, or um, I was fortunate to like get shoes for my parents for like good grades or birthdays, but they'd be like, all right, like, do you want like $180 shoe, just one for the year? Or I can take you to the clearance rack and you can get like three of them. And they taught me how to like take care of my stuff and even resell. He's like, yeah, like, I don't care if you decide to trade for something else, but you can learn that you can buy something at a lower price and get more. And then like what you're talking about with like dressing up and stuff, like, if you don't mind, I want to like, go get my phone to show you yeah, like, how on. my dad used to dress me up. Go for it. Yeah. But yeah, like, I think it's like really cool that uh, you're sharing like your hobby with your son and you're planning to like teach him about like the old, old generation. Like I was super lucky to like, be having like the Jordan come fly with me, like VHS videos or like NBA ankle breakers. But uh, here's me in like a Toon Squad jersey. My That's dad, dope. yeah, he silks or uh, he screen printed the Inside Moves logo on the on the chest. Man. He he put me in like That's... that wristbands. Um, like even this one right here, I'm wearing the Penny Twos. He you wore you wore on the right side too, where Jordan puts his uh, his wristband too. Yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know to a T that your dad was like really like into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I think it's really cool, and you know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like how your son is gonna be like sharing the hobby with you because you know hopefully like the the culture doesn't die out and you know get oversaturated on the Barkley one too that's yeah awesome man oh yeah this was like when he took us to the um there was like the NBA all-star game in 2004 in LA and like he had us dressed up in Lakers jerseys which I don't know why but (laughs) this is my little brother and like the man that's that's dope that's real dope And what's the coolest thing about all this stuff? Like he still kept those kids' jerseys. Like my girlfriend wears the jersey that I used to wear when I was young. Like mm-hmm. we just recycle them. So yeah, it's it's a really dope, dope hobby. Definitely lucky to like share this with my pops and yeah. people enjoy it and do the resale. But yeah, it's cool like being able to share these stories on your podcast because like they get lost in translation with Mm-hmm. all of the resale TikTok or whatever you know yeah. so yeah definitely so yeah man Th- thank you so much uh Ricky for coming on uh where can they where can they find you uh on your uh, social media 
Yeah, um, so uh, you can find, find us on Inside Move Sports uh, on Instagram. So you just go, it's all one word, Inside Move Sports. Uh, for sneakers, you can find us on InsideMoves.kicks. And then for uh, vintage, you can find us on InsideMoves.vtg. Um, I can also share you like my Linktree link that Absolutely. has all of our pages. Um, if you want to follow my personal life, it's Rick Havoc. Uh, took that from Tyreek Evans, but yeah. Nice, nice. All right, man. So uh, thank you so much, Ricky, for coming on. Um, we wish nothing but the best uh, toward your, your business. You know, you got a lot of a lot of dope, you know, um, cool stories that you that you shared to us and a lot of great merchandise that you're selling right now. Um, and definitely we're going to plug you in, um, you know, definitely hook, hook you up with my homie uh, Mark from the UK. Uh, hopefully he can get you find that Miami Heat uh, Richardson jersey. I'm sure he knows somebody. Or even yeah. a Miami Heat blank. And then I'll just like, Hey, there you go. You know, I'm sure. And like I said, we know it in this, uh, in this network that we have, we all help each other out. So we're all, we're all about that. So, uh, all right. Thank you so much, uh, Ricky, for coming on. Uh, this is Danden of the RJ Machismo, and the RJ Machismo podcast. Have a good night. All right, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it.